Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. if we're we're even actually talking about this or if I'm having some sort of weird fever dream. So I'm just going to go ahead and punt it right away uh, to Max to to sort of get us rolling. Yeah, so I'm actually, I'm going to tell a story that I didn't tell before the pod, so hopefully it should get a natural reaction. And oh I'm boy. curious what people think. We're talking e- about... Ev- everybody pause really quick. Talking about money or, today. Or, or, or go into your, your the area where you can get this. And, and have yourself a beverage of any kind. Maybe it's a seltzer. Maybe it's a beer. Maybe it's a cocktail. But Max is about to tell a story. He's going to begin now. Sure. So I've probably told some of you this. But uh, a few years ago, in I believe 2020, uh, I uh, was attempting to sell an item on the internet. I was selling an old computer that belonged to my dad. It was an Apple uh, Apple II from 1983 i believe and so it's kind of a collector's item and you know trying to sell it i had seen on the internet it was worth various amounts of money it still worked i played frogger on it i was like i don't really have use for this maybe some collector would want it i posted it on facebook marketplace uh meta marketplace whatever and i found a you can bleep that out i found a buyer uh who came down to boston to pick it up and we had agreed uh, that he would get it for $200. Seemed fair to me. They Anywhere on eBay from like 100 to to 1000 I was like, whatever. I don't, it's big. I don't need this thing anymore. And so he came down. He said, yeah, I, I have cash. And he pulled out a still bank rolled, uh, pure crisp thing from the bank of $102 bills, sequential, unused. And I was like, okay, <laughs> weird, because that's my reaction to getting paid in all $2 bills. And it was like, in my head, I'm sure. like, this seems like fake money. Like, there's, but even if this is fake, like, it's worth it for the story, right? Like, it would be even yeah. funnier if you paid me in fake $2 bills for a computer from 1983 well, in 2020. I feel like if it weren't, like, I'd be like, oh, it's the Apple II, $2 bills. That's cute. But if it were any other item, I'd be very suspicious. <laughs> Interesting. See, that even that didn't even cross my mind. Anyway. Right. So I did, ex- he explained to me, like, oh, every year my grandfather gives me a $200 worth of $2 bills in these stacks. And I don't know what to do with these. I have these stacks. And so here you go. And I was like, that's fine. And I took it. And to this day, I still probably have 70 of them. And I'll, what? I, cause I, because I don't really use them. It was weird. So I had this, I didn't, I had this feeling, and this is where we're getting to a topic. I had a feeling like, Oh, these $2 bills, like they're kind of special. They're fun. They're a novelty item. So I didn't want to just put them in the bank. But I also feel kind of weird using them because, Sean, as you pointed out, anytime you pay someone in twos, 
people kind of give you a, a look or a reaction as if it's special. So, so that's kind of the, the, the topic is like why, and it's hard to ask the question, but like why is the $2 bill special? And I don't mean in a historical sense, maybe they printed fewer of them. I don't, I don't actually know the history, but this day and age, like all cash is, is kind of novelty in a way. Like you, you handle cash a lot Other less than, than tips, you did yeah. 20 years ago. Even a lot of tips nowadays are through Square or credit mm-hmm. cards. So even tipping, I'd say it's less than, probably less than 50%. But sure, every once in a while I'll give, you know, a $2 tip. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious your reaction of, of that so, story and my so twos. I, I think you you really hit on it when you said that the, this individual had to explain to you why they had the $2 bills. Um uh, $2 bills is the best example, but anytime you have to explain why you have or or are using a a type of, you know, transactional material, money, um like th- that like devalues it in a way, even if it's connoting that it has less value. That you have to be like, "Oh, I have all these $2 bills because like that that says that you don't even take it seriously, but as you point out, Max, you should. It is it is worth the exact same amount as two one dollar bills. It is worth the exact same amount as one dollar off of your debit card. It is the same value, and it should not matter other than we have this connotation attached with it. Now, the two dollar bill is the best example, and I I think this is a form of like stigma around. Yeah, I mean, he around. could have paid me in Sacagawea dollars, and I'm glad you said that because. The, That'd be and, a lot heavier, though. Then I'd be like, "Look, I'm trying to get rid of the computer because it's heavy." So I thought about <laughs> like 20 that pounds because of Sacagawea dollars. So I think those came out at around the turn of the millennium, mm-hmm. and yeah. you can still see on like soda machines, which are a thing that exists. It's like accepts dollar coins, yeah. dollars, yeah, yeah, dollar coins, and and that's the same thing as if you have those in your wallet for or wherever. I don't know where people put coins um you have to explain you have to explain why you have them because everyone thinks that's weird same yeah. thing with the susan susan b anthony um half jfk uh, right half. yeah oh no half, sorry susan b anthony's a silver dollar silver. so yeah jfk if you have you, if you have those you have to explain why you have them but again there is nothing intrinsically wrong with them right well except uh, yeah there Nothing intrinsically wrong with them is true, but those those three particular forms of currency, the silver dollar, the Sacagawea gold dollar coin, and the half dollar aren't minted anymore. They're out of circulation. We don't make them. So it would be exceptionally weird for you to bring those into society and attempt to use them. The $2 bill was discontinued for 10 years, but it's... It has been back in circulation since 1976. Um, it's just not as widely circulated as other bills. And with the coins, they're more cumbersome to who has them. Than, so like having five $2 bills is less cumbersome than 10 $1 bills. So yeah. the five $2 bills would still be weirder, but 10 silver dollars would be you know more annoying to have in your pockets or in your wallet than the, the 10 ones so it's got the double whammy there yeah and and obligatory mention of like in europe and within the eu they use one and two euro coins 
very widely and and they've they've found value and and utility in them don't forget canada looney and the toonie baby those those are those are worth dozens of cents or something so you know i i'm not as familiar with their with their money that's that's not fair they've they've had them they've had i feel like they've had them for a very long time whereas you know the euro that was something that they were very particular about like hey we are we are now this this union and we are having the same currency and so we are going to mint these and we are also going to have bills the this other thing max is like all our bills are the same size and so there's something uniform about it so you really have to look at it and be like oh this is different whereas they're there they are like they get larger as the denomination gets larger but i i think within that there is like a stigma that is around these are goofy ways to do the transaction um but still like we accept or we have in the past accepted that people will use cash to do transactions there was obviously a shock right around the time you were selling that computer max of like oh all of a sudden exchanging money for goods hand-to-hand was was uh concerning for folks with with the pandemic for a number of reasons and i think we've come out on the other side of that and i would give another example which is i went to kava the other night and it took forever getting through the line in part because someone was paying with cash and i could hear the change like they were they were giving and receiving change bouncing around and i thought that that was weird so i was creating i think the bouncing around is weird (laughs) well because someone they were like giving coins and then they were getting coins back and and so like i could hear them i was like oh someone is paying with cash plus coins but cash alone would have been weird so i'm like associating this stigma with like like why are you paying with cash but that's not even just me because increasingly there are places that do not take cash at all and you can say that 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 is for like security reasons i mean the value is in the cash and if the cash is gone the cash is gone um but but also it's like there's this push away from cash and that i don't know all of a sudden as a consumer you feel insecure not just because um it's goofy to have a two dollar bill but like paying in cash at all is frowned upon in some way and that that is way more insidious to me than being like explain why you have a two dollar bill it's like explain why you use cash at all yeah this like this reared its head on the dan levitard show this week because dan himself like tried to pay cash in some you know some sandwich shop or something in miami and they would not take his cash and he was indignant and (laughs) went on a small rant about uh how he didn't want to live in in this america anymore basically um but like i don't know i i I think i'm still very much in the like it's good to have some cash around from time to time mode um I think, you know, but even I like pick my spots and I'm kind of judicious about where I use it. Um, you know, the most like the most reliable place that I might use it is like, you know, I'll occasionally like stop at the McDonald's drive through to get a cup of coffee and an egg McMuffin or something for breakfast on the way to work. Um, and like that, that to me is a used cash if you've got a place. It's like a it's a thing 
to especially to like clean i've got one of those little change trays in my car and so it's like can i clean out pennies and shit that i'm not using um mm. but like kava i i don't know i i want to i want to say like if you are complaining about the added time that someone else's cash transaction causes you, then you are the problem. But like, I can also appreciate that it's probably pretty fucking frustrating to be in what I assume was a fairly crowded Kava at like dinner time and be held up by, you know, uh, someone trying to pay cash to a cashier who may well be young enough that they never had to reliably count change all the time which so i can't i cannot believe are words coming out of my head so unfortunately some of the answer to your assumptions are no and i'm not going to discuss what happened at this kava because it i'm still like shocked by it but as <laughs> no, no, far no, no, no. hang on <laughs> hang on wait a minute if you are if you are discussing the events at a kava and calling them shocking I think you have to explain what happened. Well, you said that it was at dinner time. It was oh, after it... eight p.m. And, <laughs> but, and for, okay. for where I am, that's that's kind of late sure. for this one. Also, uh, yeah, it was it was busy and and but and crowded in there. It was not crowded either. There were more Kava employees there than there were people in line, and there were like eight people in line so you would think efficiency increased no <laughs> you would think oh well you know at least they can sling the chicken faster they did not have any more chicken at a kava so so like there was a lot going on but i me saying like oh it's the cash the cash wasn't the problem the cash was fine but everybody kind of it's like you're shocked but you know kevin i think you are our official value correspondent and when you are he's got a v on his hat for value um when you when you see someone using cash or when you think about using cash like i are you thinking about like what value am i using losing by utilizing cash in this scenario i i guess implicitly i i feel like i still probably use cash more than <clears throat> definitely more than you and maybe more than max too. I'm not sure, but I always have cash around, but I really only use it in places where I like the change isn't a thing. Like at, at the concession place at like the JMU basketball arena, whatever I get, is going to be a round dollar amount and I will pay with cash with that. Or back in the days when, uh, you would be maybe doing, uh, Clarendon bars and it's a crowded bar and you're trying to get a beer I was convinced that if the bartender saw that I had cash they would actually serve me faster because it's much less of a pain for them to just you know do that um but yeah with a lot of things uh, you know there's always the the small amount of credit card points cash back or whatever that you're losing out on when you when you have uh when you pay with cash instead of a credit card but uh, the value can also just be dictated in these other things like how easy something feels or you know if, if it's a place where i don't really want to remember that i spent like 
$12 on a Bud Light, then, you know, it's nice to just pay with cash because then I don't have to see it on my credit card statement too. So there's value in that as well. I, I just had, I just had like a, a very negative flashback of like holding my credit card at a bar and which people do all the time, not to excuse myself, but like at a crowded bar, you are not excused for it. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. And I, and, and I did it and it had not happened before. Um, but a bartender like looked at me and like made a comment and I never did it again. And I still feel ashamed about it, even though like I'm looking like, oh, uh, to Kevin, to your point, other people are doing it. Maybe it'll go faster. It's like, no, everybody, everybody has a piece of plastic with money on it. Right, like, I'm convinced that I, I, the cash helped. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. It, it, but, you know, maybe in those instances, cash helps, but like I also think about like the the hurt the the hurt of it because ultimately when when i had the reaction to like someone using cash and not in the way max did of like that's a weird type of cash to use mine is like overarching and it, it's cash at all and and dan lebitard's example of like oh we you know we don't we don't accept cash anymore it ends up being like a very classist thing and i have to recognize that that's negative because to not use cash means that you have access to at least a bank where you can get a debit card and not everybody has easy access to banks and if you have a credit card or you're used to accepting credit cards that means not only does someone have access to a bank but someone has access to credit worthy quote-unquote worthy enough to get a credit card and all of a sudden, you have sliced off a lot of the populace who has money and is making money. Um, and not only is that classist, but in America, at least, it's usually racist, too. And so, you know, a reaction to cash that is in some ways stigmatized, when I had that reaction, I was like, this is probably unfair in a number of ways, and not just because I'm getting my bowl more slowly. Yeah. And not to go not to go too far down that path but i have questioned that as well of like i've noticed that um i i used to give a lot more money to in the moment charitable organizations or uh uh homeless or unhomed people begging for money things like that and i don't think i've given anyone like that money in years other than a couple times because i and it's usually because i don't have any cash so i wonder how that's affected like that kind of i don't know like would you venmo a someone begging on the street i I guess you would but it's just not while you're driving like it's just there's the logistics of it are not the same no although you know uh, the like street performers increasingly Mm. are like putting out you know a sort of poster board thing with their venmo like venmo and cash app Mm. handles um farmers markets but your 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 point about you know giving money to people who are are kind of hard up um is is a a relevant one and i i think about it too like you know i do try to go out of my way there there are a couple a couple places that i i drive particularly that i drive by a lot um that like if i know i've built up some some coins or whatever in the in the change tray it's like oh this is i have even i might not have bills but like i do have something 
And so mm-hmm. like, we'll try to go out of my way when I remember it to, to deploy cash in, in that sort of situation. And, and I think what then happens in the cycle that you both have talked about is like, we have less cash around and we are transacting in this other way. So people that need cash because they're, because they're not comfortable with banks um, because they don't have access to banks because they don't want to rack up credit because they don't have access to credit. But like people that need cash to, to do their transactions and function are, I think more and more ostracized. And like it, it, you know, it's that that's, you know, before we started, it's like, I think there are two different kinds of stigma. There's like the, the one max went on, which is it's goofy to pay in these things, but we've kind of moved past it, which is like societally, we are saying we don't do cash anymore. And there, there are places, um, I believe Sweden, um, they really are cashless entirely now and the, the QR codes and stuff like that's, that's what people use, but they also did it in such a way that everybody has access to their banking system because they have moved away from cash. We are not, we are not doing that. We are de facto moving away from cash as opposed to de jure moving away from cash. And I think that that's like a very important differentiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Look at us. We, we didn't think we were going to talk and I just whipped out some uh, laughs. Well, it was really just about $2 bills being weird. And we're now we're talking about <laughs> something completely different than that. But I'm, well, I'm I, trying I not to say two, the word, I promise. Two, two, two <laughs> $2. Yeah, I know. I'm trying I know. not to say the secret word. Well, Kevin, the $2 bill is weird on, on two fronts. It's, it's one, it's like, it's, it's existence is goofy in the, the micro example. And in the macro, the continued existence of cash is goofy. And we've, I think, associated a, 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 an overall goofiness, a, a not an unseriousness way of transacting. Yeah. Well, I, I also think it's, it, it's goofy, especially now because a dollar is worth a lot less than it was 20 mm. years ago. Yet we still were, we were probably tipping a dollar for a beer 20 years ago. And we probably still are now if you're doing it with cash. So it's just it's kind of weird in that regard that it doesn't keep up with inflation in that in that same regard. I was going to bring up that same thing. I'm like, there was there was a period of time, I guess. I don't know when we were for a while, middle school, high school, even we're like. A dollar was like a pretty significant like plateau of things you could buy. And there was I feel like cash was king and like McDonald's had a dollar menu. It was like here's a bunch of things you can get for a dollar. And now that cash isn't king anymore. I don't know, the last time I went to McDonald's, it's like the value menu and this and the stuff's all like what, a dollar seventy four and like these random prices. Because well, you don't it... have cash anymore. But I almost wonder to Kevin's point, like maybe maybe the two dollar can have a revival as the de facto like ah this is two bucks like that's the inflation since a dollar like that two they had a two dollar menu for a while i don't know people didn't i, I don't but actually like, think to, that'll happen Sean. you're suggesting that is anymore we're not going back to it is yeah but the round numbers have kind of gone away as we've gone towards paying with plastic because you don't care anymore if a beer is 629 it does not bother you because you don't have to count out a quarter and four pennies uh because you're just giving them your card. I don't know. Well, I also think that you could maybe like give a kid 20 bucks if they're going out with their friends or whatever. And like, that's 
that you know 20 bucks should cover whatever they need but now it's like okay that will get you your kava and then the person's left with like six six forty three after the kava and then like you can't we can't do whatever you do with after that so if, I don't if know. they want to if they want to see a movie they're just gonna sit in a car in the parking lot around someone's phone in the back seat that's how you see a movie with twenty dollars so really what we need is we need the two dollar bill to be more normalized because I really hate that you brought up the, the dollar a beer thing because on a on a percentage basis it's you know it's probably around twenty percent ish. Well actually that's not true. Um but like well, it's it depends on the push. venue. It heavily depends that's on the venue. It's probably yeah. average true, right? But yeah, I mean I, to to give to give college examples of this, I remember getting a uh, Vienna Lager, um, it, it Devil's Backbone Vienna Lager for five dollars at at uh, the Virginian in school, and that felt like I was spending way too much money. But a, a, a dollar tip on that is very different than what I'm sure is an eight dollar beer now. And to your point of like how it mattered differently, I remember Starbucks, the Starbucks at in Charlottesville, having on the corner having a sign in the window about like. Coffee is still a dollar fifty, so you could get a twelve ounce coffee for a dollar fifty. My first year, and maybe even my second year, and like now, I I cannot imagine how expensive that is. It's probably like three something. I guess where I'm getting lost yeah, is that know. that's not, got nothing to do with the one dollar bill. Like that's not a that's not an argument for the two dollar bill at all because your your dollar is devalued even if you're tipping on a credit card too. Um, sure. Uh, well, but we I can think make I, the default tip of just, $2. Yeah, we can beer. make that. Right, that's what I'm saying. $2 bills yeah. per beer. Like, yeah. oh, I have ones in my pocket. It should be more like, oh, I have twos in my pocket. I got a bunch because, of twos in my pocket. Yeah. That's perfect for tips and stuff. Yeah. If you've got... So, but, but that's, I'll start but that's it. I'll start is, the is, trend. You do, what, that, you do whatever you want. We're, I feel like we're that's, a toenail away from like back in the day, $20 used to buy you a bottle of whiskey, a horse, a gun, and a week in a hotel. <laughs> Yeah, I shouldn't. I, 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 I my my anecdote wasn't wasn't helpful, other than a long winded way of saying like, if we go by the trends, like you know these transactions, actually a two dollar bill is very valuable now as far as like doing the transaction, but we still associate it with being strange to have one, such that you need to explain why you have one, and we 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 don't do cash anymore. We we don't do that. Um, so like, here's a thing that could be useful and valuable, but we've, you know, denigrated it from a number of different fronts. So Max is trying to make the world a better place by having cash available for people who need cash. And in instances where he's tipping, um, being able to do so at, at a rate that is consistent with maybe, you know, what people are deserving as opposed to one dollar bill but no one is taking max seriously which you know because you can just carry around a few more one dollar bills i don't uh, like that that that, that's the thing the the reason the reason that the two dollar bill i i think one of the reasons that the two dollar bill is doesn't make a huge amount of sense even in the cash department is that like it's I don't know. You you're not getting you're not getting the like carrying savings 
on having two dollar bills as opposed to a similar value in one dollar bills that you are just going up to fives like it's not it's not a it's not more efficient enough to justify yeah but but also by by suggesting um by uh by suggesting that that like it is you're by being like oh having more one dollar bills would be better it's still you're you're uh, to do that you are addressing like the micro issue and it's still like there is there is the grander issue of we've moved away from cash doesn't matter how many one dollar bills you have in your your wallet like someone may not accept them i'd probably do the equivalent of this uh paying with two dollar bill things in credit card land when i tip because if I do if I do like a twenty percent tip and it puts me at like forty six eighty three, then I'll just throw in an extra seventeen cents to make it so that my total is a nice round number. And that probably weirds some waiters and waitresses out, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They end up with Yeah. Here here we are, basically thirty minutes in, about the lowly two dollar bill. And I'm really proud of ourselves. If I could give you all a tip, I would obviously use a $2 bill. And if you don't like $2 bills, send us your $2 bills. Max will accept them. We'll find a use for them if you don't want them anymore. Well, no, it, it sounds pretty explicitly like we won't find a use for them. And Max will. And mo- no, no, he won't. It sounds like the overwhelming majority of them will sit in his house for three years. He told I, I, us as, that at the very ex- beginning. I would like as an experiment, Max, I would like you to go to McDonald's and and attempt to buy something with a $2 bill and let us know how it goes. Should I go up to the register or should I use those machines? I, I don't know if the machines would the take machines twos. Out. I don't think vending machines don't take twos and I don't think the lottery machines take twos. Actually, so I, I did a little $2 bill research earlier. Um, you actually can use $2 bills in a lot of machines. They don't say, they don't explicitly say huh. it, but they are coded to accept them. And you can get right. them from most banks. I you will, just uh, have to specifically you have to specifically ask for them. That's the other I'm thing. Gonna... You have to be you have to this is why it's weird. This is why people think it's weird. It's the only money that you have to really ask for by name. Uh you have to broadcast you have to, ask to the for world. hundreds as well. Otherwise hmm. they'll give you twenties. Okay. Right, but it's it's the only if you ask for hundreds, you sound like a baller. You sound like a high roller. <laughs> if you ask for $2 bills, you sound like a loon. Um, I'll do some research this evening. I will attempt to put the $2 bills into the the lottery slot machines. <laughs> yeah, just go just go if you're if you're out there listening and you have $2 bills, you can send them to us. Alternatively, go try to use them and Actual let us gamble them successes. away. Take them. Yeah. Oh, speaking of gambling, take them to your local racetrack. I'm, I'm <laughs> serious. There, that's one of the things that I, I found when I was reading about the two dollar bill is that uh, they were frequently used betting on horse races because the two dollar exacta is a very common bet. Well, I was so, wondering if you if you brought a lot of two dollar bills to a strip club, if you'd be more well received or less well received. I then then bringing Sacagawea coins probably Jesus Christ nope 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 
that that is an example of to we did latin i will make it rain make it hail he who is without sin cast the first stone nope that's what i'd say with that cast the first bill speaking of sins pierce (laughs) it's time for you to apologize for something so so i think that the 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 one versus two is is very helpful here and i did not realize because i wrote this down earlier um, so I was at the grocery store um, on Sunday, and I was I was going to make a, a tomatillo-based salsa. And if you've ever bought tomatillos from the grocery store, they usually don't have very many of them. Um, and in my case, I needed them to weigh a certain amount. So I filled up my bag with tomatillos, and I went and felt like I had a lot. Like I had most of the tomatillos that, that were available at this Kroger. And I put them on the scale. I was like, huh, all right, I guess I gotta go back and get more. So I went in and transitioned from most to nearly all of their stock of tomatillos on a Sunday, which is a day that people buy groceries, and put them in. I was like, all right, well, I'm at a pound. I, I need one and a half, but this will be fine because this feels like a lot of tomatillos. So I go to the, the register and I do self-checkout and I, I get the tomatillos. I'm like, what the hell? Why was it so expensive? Why, why does it say I have have over two pounds, 2.2 pounds of tomatillos? What the hell? So I'm like walking out and I'm like very frustrated about this. I'm like, maybe I should go tell them that all of their scales are off. This is ridiculous. Um, you know, Kroger's a big brand. They should they should get this right. Um, does someone want to look up what the uh, what one kilo is in pounds? Because one kilo is don't need to look it up. Two point two point two two point two pounds. Um, this is my fault, and and I'm sorry. Like Kroger, there are other ways I can get mad at Kroger about it, um, but that was my fault. And and I've used the Tomatillos. I was very happy with them. They're they're great. Um, but man, in America, in Georgia, do not put kilos anywhere. They. they, they like, it was just so confusing. That's your apology. I mean, it's my fault, and I, I was, I was sorry for being frustrated. Yeah, Don't. I was, I was very, I was, I was, I was like, I was frustrated about it for a very long time within my household, which means others suffered for it. Um, but then I did realize my goof, and I owned up to it, and I am owning up here as well. So, as always, we are pro reading, and sometimes that has to include units as well. Did you figure this out by weighing all the tomatillos on your coffee scale? <laughs> no, no, because it, it told me on the readout that I had two point two pounds. Because I was like, "Why were the tomatillos?" And so then you expensive? realized it when you saw that. Yeah, and so I realized it pretty quickly. But I was, I was like, ready. I, I was like, in an earnest, like positive fashion. I was like. Next time I come in here, I'm gonna go check that, mm-hmm. and I might tell them that your scales are off. But I checked multiple scales and they said the same thing. So did you pay for two point two pounds, or did you pay for one pound? No, I paid for two point two pounds because okay. okay. I wasn't I wasn't gonna go return the Tomatillo stock. I had to I had to just own it. I also didn't know till I looked at the receipt. Yeah. All right. It's a lot of salsa verde. <laughs> yeah. I guess really that apology is to the. Kroger employee that you presumably cussed out in your head. Well, well I wish they had. I wish they had as many employees in there as the local Cavas do at eight p.m. on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do a quick big idea from pop culture uh, before we get to the thing that you all 
turn on the podcast for. Um, I watched the movie The Gentleman uh, earlier this week. It is, I want to say, the newest, most recent Guy Ritchie film. Uh, Came out in 19 or 20. Uh, It stars Matthew McConaughey as an American weed tycoon in the UK who is uh, looking to potentially offload his business. Um, Hijinks ensue. uh, But I think the thing that I really liked about the movie is that the sort of central storytelling device is like a sleazy UK tabloid reporter played by Hugh Grant, in some incredible sunglasses uh, laying out his version of how events occurred to McConaughey's right-hand man played by Charlie Hunnam in an attempt to uh, convince Hunnam and McConaughey to pay 20 million pounds to kill his big story. Uh I don't know. Something about it just worked. It felt like the kind of movie that we don't really make a whole lot anymore. Um, And so I was, I was, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So uh, it's on Netflix. Go, go see uh, the gentleman. Uh, Okay. Main attraction. Closing the show. Max, it's time for a trivia question. It is. Uh, so the category today was events. And so first Ooh. I'd like to say that I'm trying to make these questions more interesting. I feel like the last <laughs> few have been not so interesting, but it's hard to make good trivia. Um, I'm trying to trying to hone in on things that I wouldn't necessarily have known, but I'm like, huh, that's cool. And then maybe I'll remember that. But I, I this one might be, might be too easy. Might be too hard. You always say I that. Don't know. All right. So uh, formerly the... U.S. Film Festival or the U.S. Film and Video Festival. Uh, The Sundance Film Festival is the largest independent film festival in the United States. Takes place every year in January. I feel like I've heard of it. I've heard of movies go here and there. Question today is, where does the Sundance Film Festival primarily take place? Where is it held? How specific? I have options if we need them. How specific are you looking for? Uh, do we need elf answers? All options? I'm I sure. don't need options. I don't either. Well, like, okay, well, give me a second to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had five cities, but I can. Oh, you, so you are looking for a city. That's that. That's what I was getting. Right. But they're all yeah. in different states. So if you know the state, then you'll. Know I, the state. I don't think it, in that case. I don't think it makes a huge difference. So let's do, let's do the options. Yeah, do the options. All right. Is it A, Park City, Utah, B, Aspen, Colorado, C, Palm Springs, California, D, Sedona, Arizona, or E, Santa Fe, New Mexico? I'll say A. I will also say A. It is a clean sweep. It's a clean sweep. That is correct. Sundance Film Festival takes place in Park City, primarily in Park City, Utah. 
formerly Salt Lake City and also partly at Sundance Resort. Is that correct? Yeah, Sundance Resort, but primarily in Park City, Utah. Uh, gets an attendance of almost 50, I don't know, 2023, 20, probably 50,000 plus people um, every January. So, yeah. Would you like to continue my Slumdog Millionaire story and know what locked in my knowledge of that forever? I would love to know why you knew that. Because I'll be honest, I only learned that this year when a friend of mine who is now producing movies went to attend it. And I saw his Instagram story and said, oh, cool, that's in... I had no idea that was in, in Utah, mm-hmm. so I knew it was kind of in the southwest because it's the Sundance, but... It is an event that features somewhat prominently in uh, at least one episode of Bravo's The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Not sure I feel okay. good about it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't have to share that, <laughs> but you did. Well... Just like Max shared about using $2 bills without abandon. It's a clean sweep. That is a, a, it's a social. We will celebrate that and come back next week to get something maybe a little more challenging. Huzzah. I mean, I didn't know it. I just guessed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com. You can subscribe to the show on your podcast app of choice. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Bye. I guess I should. Na, 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 na.